Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast. We can't be the only ones. I'm Gail. I'm B with a martini. And I <laughs> I see and I'm oh. thankful that we're all here. Thank you for tuning in with B and her martini. Yeah. I'm rhyming. <laughs> I'm a modern day poet. And we are glad to be here another week. I know. Stop! Bryson! And Bryson is just like taking over possession of Berlin. God! Stop! We're working! <laughs> Don't look at me. You sat over there. I'm, I'm not involved. <laughs> okay, yes, Zach. I'm sorry. The dog. That you stole from me. Now you're complaining. There you go. You can't steal a dog. Just okay, like really? you can't steal a man. You can steal a dog. You can't steal a dog. Yeah, you can like steal you a man too. That's why dog. they're kind of connected, dogs and men. <laughs> Anywho, how's your week going? Very interesting. Very interesting. Every day I think I have COVID. There you go. Because I'm tired. I feel feverish. I had a coughing spasm in the store that almost cleared out Hobby Lobby. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to my world. Woohoo! Well, you can always get tested. Yeah. But other than that, I'm good. And yours? Oh, it was fine. It was fine. It was a nice week. I, um, it was a nice week. Right, so your paw okay? I'm just making sure. It was a nice week. <laughs> You two get comfortable over there. No, I got his paw. Let me know when you're comfy. Okay, just want to make sure he's fine. You have to get yeah. rice in a mic. I know. You can be our new co-host because, you know, Alina's always leaving us. I know. I know. All right. Back, back to reality. So what is our gratitude, gratitude thoughts gratitude. this week? It starts with you. Mine is my brother. Oh, nice. My brother is so cool, Bertie Bert. He is grounded. He gives the very best advice without giving advice. And he's just such a smart man. He's very smart. And because he is so smart, the advice and things that he gives you doesn't even come off as advice. It's just stuff. Uh And before you know it, he's led you to the path of understanding something without, there's no kicking and screaming along the way. Nice. He's just, and he's just really 
matter-of-factly laid back. He's a cool dude. I am so very grateful to have him as my brother. I'm just, I'm blessed. There you go. Um, I am grateful for our little, uh, I'm in a virtual book club um, with ladies that were already having a book club in person prior to COVID, but then it moved online. And I'm grateful to that because the women in the group are multi-ethnic in their own ways. Um, we talk about things. There's kind of a pause and a listening and really trying to deep dive to connect, you know, the context of what we've read to applicable in life. And we just catch up every two months you know, after we've read a book and it's just so refreshing to speak to, and I mean, they're all smart women and it's just so nice to kind of just catch up with them every two months. Like it just, you know, happens and then we meet up and then we have a book club meeting on Zoom, which is pretty nice. That's cool. That is, what was the last book? We discussed cast. Oh, okay. That's the book Bertie told me about today. Yeah, we discussed cast, which was pretty good. So I had recommended it, and um, so we all read it, and we all discussed it. So pretty good, and a pretty good talk, too. So now, are they listeners to the podcast? Maybe. Hopefully. Okay. Well, okay. shout out to yeah. the virtual. That's why I said if they are, club. let them know. And again, it's never, you know, I think the takeaway from that is, you know, though COVID has changed some of the things that we normally do, it doesn't mean that it can't be done in another shape, form, or fashion. So, you know, if you were somehow meeting with friends for something and it pertained to a discussion or whatever, you know, see if you can find ways to still have a sense of community with those individuals as it can and as your schedule allows to. I think it's a great thing. And that's interesting. That brings us to my topic. Look at me being psychic. I told you I was psychic. You did. Okay. Three ninety nine a minute. <laughs> Sell yourself for more, and people might be apt. When it's too inexpensive, they think it's not good. Okay, twenty ninety nine a minute. There you go. There you go. There you go. $50 after every minute, for every additional minute. It'll yeah. work. They'll there talk you. fast. I'll talk slow. <laughs> but I, I was talking, it's something that's been on my mind a bit. And I, I find that the further we go into this pandemic, I'm not connecting as I initially was in the beginning. Okay. And I feel a, a sort of a disconnect. Okay. And I, I don't really reach out. Mm, you know, they may be reaching me, but I may not be responding. And I was talking to my brother about that. And he says, well, you're probably not the only one because people are it's not that you're not connecting and they're not connecting with you they haven't disconnected you and you really haven't disconnected them you've plugged yourself in okay because prior to covid we're so busy with living life 
and always making sure there are activities and we're traveling and we're going places and we're doing things and we're planning to do things and then we do them and plan the next thing to do that and COVID has gone on so long people have covered it like we're going like you say flip the the in-person to the virtual mm -hmm. and it's on so long now that people are down to themselves well i'm not but yeah i can't i can't say that i am i don't i don't necessarily feel the fatigue of reaching out to people and not but, so yeah. much a fatigue it's just taking time to just experience you spend some time with you have some growth with you mm -hmm. and to position yourself for the future and i don't know if a lot of people take a lot of time to do that with themselves or with other people with themselves they're they're so busy living life their schedules are so tight they got mm -hmm. the kids the school the this the that they're constantly on the move and then they just collapse someplace yeah and so i feel like now i'm just trying to scope myself what does that entail Sam, what what i who am i really and who do i really want to be okay so you're talking about like self journey yeah kind of like finding who you are and not spending so much time planning my next adventure or my next outing or my next meetup or my next whatever church event you know because before covid I, I i was a hustle um i got something planned almost every night to do something with somebody meet somebody someplace mm-hmm you know, that, that was just a given. And then planning, at least, I would say for the last couple of years, I've had some kind of big trip that I've done. Okay. I've been focused on Cuba for the last couple of years. So that didn't happen. So it's like, okay, what is it you really want to do? Where is it you really, what do you, what unraveled things do you need to tie up? okay yeah i mean i think i can't speak for everyone i'm just speaking for myself i think you know covid if you are slowing down and you can slow down in this time um like my homework in therapy for the next two weeks is um to see what to see what adaptive things that I've had in the past that don't no longer serve me. They might have worked for me then and they probably don't work for me now. And so I think that you could apply that to a pre-COVID life. You know, what are certain things that you were doing pre-COVID that were adaptive because maybe you had to adapt to it mm -hmm. that's no longer fit into the, the way life is right now what do you need to let go of you know or what do you need to hold on to so i think that might be a crossroad where a lot of people are are at just because of the collective nature 
And we've been everything. in a, like a lockdown for so long, so to speak. Some of us. Yes, yes. some of us. Some of you us. Know. But, and so now it's a time to really evaluate. Because like, it was funny. My brother, before pre-COVID, I'm thinking, did he have a flip phone? He may have had a flip phone. So I got him a phone. Mm-hmm. And um, he's never been on Facebook. He's on Facebook now, no picture. <laughs> I'm thinking knows how to put one. And his birthday was recent, and me, Jillian, and friend boys were we sent him a Zoom invite so we could all sing happy birthday to him. He didn't know what that was. <laughs> and then it was so funny because I thought about it later. Oh, he doesn't know what to do with this. He needed instruction. And and that was in this conversation with him. It was one of the things he said, and you don't hear a lot of older people say this, and I'm hoping that there are older people listening that are now thinking this. Like my brother was saying, he said, now I feel like I really need to move forward in life and not be stuck. Not say I can't try that because I'm either too old or I don't really know that technology or it's, you know, it's for the young folk. He said, I'm at a point in my life where I want to learn that. Oh, that's good. I, I want to, he said, I don't want to think with my old self. Yeah. He said, I, I want to think with, with new new thoughts. Uh, we were talking how when people say crazy stuff to you back in the day, we would say crazy stuff to each other all the time. And there was no brouhaha behind it. Mm-hmm. You just did. You know, and not to total strangers, but within your group. And now, with, even within your group now, if you say something off tilt, it could be an argument. People yeah. are far more sensitive. Since so he's had to adapt to not saying something. You know, whereas in the past, we might have said something. We just don't. We say it to each other because we know each other. But... um and I, I, I think you're right on point with what you said that, you know, now is the time to just really evaluate what what served you and what didn't. Because be, prior to COVID, a lot of stuff was in your life. Mm-hmm. And because you didn't touch it every day, it was okay. Yeah. Now, when you can't touch stuff, what's really missing? Or what's really important, you know? I think it, it kind of, you know, at least for me, and I can't speak for everyone, for me, it's just kind of like laser-focused. The dog. It kind of laser-focused some things for me. But I think every... When it comes, I have lost a few relationships and friendships throughout this pandemic. And I will say, looking back on those that, you know, were cut off or no longer served me, those were the ones that I probably needed to cut off years ago. And I think during this break, it just kind of was like a little eye opening, like, okay, when I get on the other side of this, I can't take that with me. And I am more so looking, I love butterflies, so I am more so looking at this as a cocooning phase Mm -hmm. where you're having your metamorphosis 
And sometimes, again, sometimes the changes that we, that happen when you think about like metamorphosis and, you know, a butterfly cocooning um, or, or a caterpillar cocooning, you don't see that. You don't see the changes that are happening because they're happening inside. And I think there has to be a mindset shift because we're never going to be where we were pre-COVID. No, you we're know? not getting back to that. We're not getting back to that. And how do you adjust to that? You know, how do you... And again, for me, the flip side of it is straightening on the relationships that are very important to me. So how can I put more into that bucket versus putting it into that other bucket that no longer served me? So I think when it comes to even the communication portion and plugging in or tapping in with people... I at least try to make a concerted effort like, okay, I'm not rocking with this person right now, so I can't reach out to them. And sometimes I do miss them. And sometimes I do want to like, you know, reach, you know, the holidays just happened and I had like two people that I don't really talk to reach out to me and wish me a happy Thanksgiving and I didn't respond. And the portion is, is that again, like I'm not going to allow that back into my life. And then there were other people because, you know, it's the holidays, you're normally reaching out. And I was like, I can't, I can't reach out to them. But then there's other individuals where I'm like, okay, I will. So I think it's kind of knowing when to pick and choose and using your sense of discernment about what you want to keep and what needs to be left behind. You got to, what's her name? Marie Kondo it. Yes. Tidy up. Yeah. Be neat and tidy, even with your. Now, I, I'm not. I don't. I haven't cut anybody off, so to speak, in that sense. Why I have not? I've just been. I'm not. I guess it, until, you know, my therapist and my brother both came at me from different directions that I realized, okay, I'm just doing me for a minute. And people who love me and understand me will be accepting of that. And people who don't might be their own clearinghouse. And then there's that piece where you think people are caring. They're not. And it's not that they don't care about you. They're doing their own thing too. They're living their own lives. So they're not caught up in, uh, I haven't heard from Gail. You know, because I have not been on Facebook since my birthday. The only things they see are things that I put on Instagram that, that go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been intentional because th- this whole thing of the, I can't do this voting thing anymore. And I just needed to p- throttle back for a moment just to, to push off. And it has taken me in another direction that um, I'm uncomfortable with. You're uncomfortable with not? What? With what? I, I'm uncomfortable with not being on it every day. Oh, because it's a drug. It, I, I truly am, but I force myself not to. Yeah. It's because kind of like I, because that uncomfortableness turkey. was weird to me. Why am I uncomfortable? Then I was like, well, when I go back, won't it be weird? And I'm like, whoa, this is social media that I have given the power to. Yeah, it's an addictive. Um, there's a book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, it's pretty good. And they discuss, you know, how social media and a lot of these companies are basically there so that you can be addicted to it. And you mm-hmm. are, if you're not the creator, you're the product. You know what I mean? So basically, absolutely, we're products and, you know, we're just consuming this, which generates ad revenue because they don't care that you're on it. They care that the ads are on it and that right. they can market in the way that they need to market. And I don't know, even when you could scroll through Instagram, like you'll see like every few scrolls, there's like a promoted one. Even more. Yeah. Lately. It's like, cause they know we're there. Yeah. Because they know you live on like Instagram. Two, two comments is something to sell. Two comments, something to sell. I'm like, okay, yeah, this so is being it a, is a bit a, overrun. Yeah. So I can understand that as well. Like, it's a drug. But I, I'm, so I'm off for a minute and I'll probably go back. And um, I'm spending some time with me and I find, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable writing this down. You don't feel comfortable writing what down? What I'm going through. How? And normally I write stuff down, like how I feel about something. I have not. I'm not even, when I do my Bible study with my friends, I normally write copious notes. No note taking. Why do you think there is? I don't know. So that's kind of the disconnect. Like you just feel like you're disconnected. I think it is. And that, that'll come up in my therapy section. <laughs> there you go. Because I do. And I have notebooks to prove I do. And I'm just like, no. Nah gonna take any notes i'm gonna be okay and that to me is that's a part of me that is so weird it's just absolutely weird that i am not writing this all down and i'm not is and it's so funny the other day when you accuse me not accuse in a bad way but say what are you like a spying no a spot would you say hiding from somebody or something or in clandestine mode um and maybe I am, and it's, maybe I've put like what is that from um, that cloth that they used to wrap around themselves to not to be seen? You talking about the invisibility clock from Harry, from Harry Potter? Yes, maybe I'm trying to drape <laughs> one of those around me, and for, for I just want to be invisible for a moment. Okay. And just see what's going on in the world when I'm not there. It's still going on. It's a hot mess. I know that, but just to see. Remove me from it for a minute because I, I just need to breathe. Okay. So is that kind of like your 2021 thing now? Like going now into 2021? No, I think I'm prepping myself for 2021. I've got the speedster sitting out by the curb, gassed up, fresh tires. Because when 2021 hits, I'm out. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right. I, and maybe it's just a sum. Maybe I'm, I feel like maybe I'm trying to sum up this year. What has this year meant to me? And what am I taking away from it that's of value? And I don't want to have wasted this time. Do you feel like you did? No, I don't. But I want to summarize what it is. Does it need to be summarized? To me, oh, it okay. does. I need to know. I need to be certain that all my I's are dotted, my T's are crossed for me. Not for anyone else. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, I'm okay with, to be honest, I think 2020 and 2021 are going to be, they're going to bleed into each other in ways that we just can't comprehend yet. Um, I think not to be like, you know, the Debbie Downer about things. I think that things are going to get a whole lot worse before they get better. Um, I think a lot of people will experience loss and grief, um, and hardships as well. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting on the other side of it, but I don't necessarily, it doesn't need to be surmised yet for me. Like, I feel like it's not even about a year. I think it's just about a period. You know, this is just a period that's going on. And it's not going to end in 2020. I think it's going to bleed into 2021. And hopefully that period will end by 2022. And and I agree with you. And I guess maybe better stated would be, I'm doing my grocery shopping like you did. The stocking up. Oh, yeah. I'm emotionally stocking up because maybe I do know that 2021 isn't going to be any better for a while. And you can't keep going at this without gathering. Mm -hmm. You have to gather and not just make sure that you have toilet paper. You know, you have to be more full service than that. Do you have all the things you need to get through it? to go through it and maybe in some mindset of a way that's what I'm doing because I have lost friends Mm -hmm. I'm gonna lose more because this hits older people more than young people and I know of four now that are very sick that they don't think they're going to make it. And we pray that they do. And But you have to prepare for that. I need to prepare me if I get sick. Yeah. I mean, the coolest thing was a friend of mine recently passed away. And before she died, apparently she had uh, cards made, electronic cards that went to everybody. And it was beautiful. I mean, I'm sitting at work when I read it, just sobbing like a big, but they're used to me. They're okay. And I, I sit in the back in the storeroom. That's a whole nother story. And um, yes, I went to college for that. But anywho, um, <laughs> it was very touching to me. And then at the end, it was the announcement that she, she in the in the video, she was the firefly that left. Oh. So it was very touching and um, like a thoughtful thing to have done. Like an obituary. Yes. In a time of there's not going to be a funeral. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be a service you can go to. So, and I can't be simple and think I'm going to live forever. You know, I don't want to for number one, because at some point my grandmother lived long enough. She outlived her friends. Mm. And she didn't want to. She's ready to go. She's anybody here I can talk to that understands me. Yeah. So, and I think that's part of it too. That is, and you don't want to do it in a morbid way. And be, you know, moping from, slinging yourself from one chair to the other, sobbing. Which I could easily do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
but you just have to me i just have to prepare for all possibilities and that's one of the things i think I, something innate in me says prepare okay not that i think i'm going to die or because of covid or anything but just prepare I, i'm not sure what for but if for me to re- prepare for anything, I go inward. Which is why you feel like you're disconnecting. Right. I just climb inward, do what I got to do. Now I have a couple of friends who know me super, super well. Nikki and Annie. Like Annie just sends a text, you okay? If I say okay, she says okay. She just wants to know I'm still okay. She knows there are times that, that, you know, people just need to do that. And I don't know, and I'm not saying that you should, or it's a bad thing if you don't, or it's a crazy thing when you do. It's just something that I recognize I need to do it. To sit with yourself? Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I think given the opportunity, being a one person that likes to date herself and really like, sit with myself and have a nice time with myself um yeah i think it's important like i think a lot of people really Ryston. hold on the dog the dog makes an appearance ow he scratched me anyways (laughs) can you not can you not lick me All right, I think we're back. <laughs> and Ryson, you have to see his face. He's like, I don't know what she's going through. <laughs> like messed up my whole thought. But no, I think people really don't. Back to, I think this is what my point was. Not a lot of people aren't. A lot of people don't like themselves. Like. You know, I, I remember somebody put something that were like, would you date yourself? And I was like, of course. I'm like, yes, yes, I would date myself first and foremost. Um, but a lot of people were like, no, like they wouldn't date themselves. They find themselves to be boring. And, you know, but I think part of that is not really like knowing who you are, knowing what you like, knowing what you dislike, knowing what boundaries to set you know with yourself and others a lot of people don't have the time a to do it and if they do have the time as you mentioned earlier we lived in a world that had so many distractions that you could pull from so you know you can go even now you can go to brunch and get cussed out so There's still stuff to do. There's still stuff to do. And <laughs> Crazy like, stuff. <laughs> in a pandemic, which boggles me. So I think back to even last week's episode, there is that fear of missing out. And I think part of it is, you know, you don't want to sit with yourself. Because when you yes. sit with yourself, you have to, you basically begin to hear your thoughts. And I don't know. I can only speak for myself. My thoughts aren't too bad. Um, But there are some other individuals that, you know, the mind wanders where it wanders. So you sitting with yourself necessarily isn't the most pleasant thing to do. So the escape might be needed then. And that's like years ago, I think, let's see, Julian was in high school and he's been out of college many, many moons now. It must have been maybe 20 years ago. And... uh, 
I had such a life between my job, him, his activities, and, and having a social life outside of work and workers requiring a lot of social things that I rarely sat with myself. And somebody said to me one time, do you ever just sit down and just be you? I'm like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And, and I, it's a, you're never home. You're always going, going, going. You go home to sleep. Do you ever take time just to be Gail? And you call it dating yourself. And I guess that's when I started. um, My job required me to travel and I traveled alone. Mm -hmm. I had no choice. I went to dinner alone. Oh, yeah. You know, and back then that was weird to see a woman sitting in a restaurant by herself. You know, uh, it was so funny. The waiters used to always say, isn't someone coming? <laughs> Not like, are you alone? And so they move the setting. They'd be like, isn't someone coming? Like, you're not going to sit here alone. And then if I sat at the bar, that was a whole nother experience I didn't want to experience. So it, it sort of taught me to, I need to take time to be with myself. And I think I'm just at a crossroads because I am going to be changing things in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that I, I want to do differently and I'm going to regroup and um, I, I need to prepare. Fair enough. And sometimes I think I'm past that point in my life where I need to have a checklist and ask people what you think. Uh, well, probably. I think after a certain point in everybody's life as an adult, you just kind of, it, it has to be for you. If you're doing things because other people will find it pleasant or enjoyable or kind or nice, it really has to come from you. Because you're, you're going to be the one to sit with the things that you're doing. Yes. And so now, but I, I was like, I was feeling a little some way about it. Like, I haven't reached out to this one or I haven't talked to that one. And then I thought, well... When I'm through this, whatever I'm through, and I call them and they're busy, okay, fair enough. There you go. It it it, it worked out. <laughs> so you you have some sense of resolve. I I do, and and I have to give my brother oodles of credit for it. And he, I don't know, I guess we have a certain connection because he always calls me when I need to talk to him. He knows when I'm running. Like, I'm trying not to talk to him about something. He always calls me. Mm. And even if I miss his call, I'm compelled to call him back. Because for one, I want to make sure he's okay. There's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And and then so there's like this moment of silence. And then it's like, well, you know, there's something I want to talk about. He said, what is it? Yay. He's like so excited. Let's hear it. Give it to me. And And he just always keeps me grounded with myself that it's okay. It's never a bad thing to spend time with yourself. No. It's more or less a bad thing if you don't. Because you're going to get caught up in stuff that maybe you really don't want to be in. Yeah, like getting cussed out at brunch. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I don't know if people saw that besides you and I on the internet. I'm pretty sure a lot of people saw that on the internet. Uh, uh, uh. 
we're talking about that brunch situation in Dallas. I forgot what brunch place it was for. And the guy was mad that people were twerking while he was playing. Throw that ass in a circle. The DJ was playing that <laughs> song. Um, they were not playing for, for Elise or anything in the background or a cannon by Beethoven. They were playing twerk music. And he literally cussed out the entire restaurant. Yeah, he cussed out the entire restaurant, which was like, first of all, why are y'all out at brunch? And it was packed. And it's packed. Yeah. So again, you know, when you, if you don't, my whole thing is if you don't sit down willingly, you will get sat down. That's, oh, that is so true. So again, it, you're, you're all, you can't outrun yourself. You can never outrun you. Try it as you might. You can't outrun you. And if you don't like you, how do you expect other people to like you too? And even when you do like you, not everybody's going to like you. And that's, for me, that's fine. And you know what? I tell you, I've said this before. I think life is like a sitcom. Some people are just walk-ons. Let them walk off. <laughs> Some people are seasoned and you try to hold on to them with a death grip. Their season's over. Let them go. They have their another show to produce. Yeah. You know, then there's the staples of the show. Know who the staples are. Yeah. Know who are the seasonal actors. Know who are the walk-on and the walk-offs. Get to know that. So then you have a great sitcom that you enjoy being in. Yeah. You don't want to be in your sitcom in your, in your dressing room, sobbing your eyes out, not wanting to go outside, and they go on without you. It's your sitcom. Be the star of your show. Yeah, I agree. And so right now it's a one-woman show. There you go. <laughs> a one-woman act. So anyone that wants to put in applications, I have openings. There you go. <laughs> Annie, your part, you're a staple. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you wanted to add? was pretty much it I, and I, I felt good about that this week and I, I feel good about this okay so what are some takeaways for the listeners that you have if you get to a point and you just don't know to go which way to go <clears throat> excuse me sit down mm -hmm. just take a minute be to yourself whatever that is you know maybe it's painting something or maybe it's just sitting and just being quiet Mm -hmm. And just, you know, let your thoughts run amok and clear out your brain. Because I, I think it's sort of like we need to do that sometimes. Just clear your brain out. Yeah. Get all the garbage out that's been, because you've been inserting stuff, reading things, things you watch, you know, Instagram stuff, Facebook stuff. Clear it all out every now and then. Wipe the slate clean. I agree. You know, and give yourself a moment. And it and it's okay if you walk away for a bit. It's okay. Your real friends and people who love you and care about you will be appreciative and understand. I agree. And lastly, when you're ready to come back, 
Come on back full force, be you. Make the time worthwhile. I agree. You know, get your Lamborghini on the curb, gassed up, clean, ready to go. All right. So I think we're now at the segment, which is our self-care tips. And it's my week. Yes. So because I like to lead with a story at all times. I was in my car and um, some Miami music vibe and was playing earlier. Not earlier, earlier this week. And I was like, oh my God, I love that song. It probably came out like in 2007. And I love that song. And so then I went down a Miami like music rabbit hole. And a lot of the music is like booty shaking music. So I was like, you know, come ride the train. It's your birthday, Uncle Luke and all that stuff. And I think that everyone, if you can, if you can, I think twerking is a good self-care. Like, what are you laughing at? The if you can part. I cannot. <laughs> you don't want to see it. Oh, no. I mean, you do it in the privacy of your home. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you should not be twerking at brunch. <laughs> Uh, whether you can do it or not well yeah if it's not that type of brunch especially during a pandemic but I think you know turning on some music that makes you want to dance it doesn't have to be like Miami booty shaking music that's dancing or whatever but seriously like move your body in a way that's fun like dance like no one's watching I did that the other day when no one was here see I had left the music on for Ryston and I came in and just had like a little dance party. Yeah. And I think it makes you feel happy when you do it too, to be able to know how your body moves and to have fun and not really feel like anybody's judging you, but to like move your body and move your booty and, you know, hopefully it's on rhythm and have a good time. So that would be my suggestion is you know curate a playlist that feels good that you feel that you can dance to and have a good time with doesn't have to be the twerk music um i prefer twerk music but you know move your body and have fun like i think especially in a pandemic that's pretty good. I think that music will help and moving the body will help if you can move along. And if you got to you know pop up on a handstand and you know do what you need to do oh if you want now extra. for my aarp member <laughs> friends that are listening aarp has a dance thong going on once a month it's oh, on do. a saturday and you're all on zoom and every once in a while they pull you in so everybody can see everybody dancing oh that is so cool yeah so, so yep you're on to something there, Miss B. I'm a psychic. <laughs> so um, <laughs> $29.99. Yes, per minute. I mean, the, the price just keeps going up. <laughs> Y'all better get me while the prices are low. I'm telling just you. Keep going up. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. That's so good. So twerk something. Okay, maybe not the twerking, the dancing part, but uh, okay, I have to work on the twerking part. Well, all right. Thank you for your health tip. Oh, yeah. That is great. That's my self-care. All right. So, 
as we all say, be safe, be well, be easy, and be blessed. And of course, Alina lives a full life. <laughs> She's, She's not here, here, even in a pandemic. <laughs> I know, right? Must be nice. Must be nice to be her. Um, but, you know, be, be eat. for Melina. <laughs> Have a great one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.